0: Welcome to Business Eye. Yes, here at Dublin South FM Radio, Ireland's longest running business show. Our first guest this week is Michael Kieran. Michael is involved in Retro Bikes Dublin and GeoMass. He's a self-motivated entrepreneur loving business and technology. We're going to be asking him the question why he got into business. About Geomass, a 3D modeling system that is allowing clients from all over the world look at their premises, enabling them to make better decisions in real time. Michael's websites are geomass.com and retrobikesdublin.com. Michael runs Retrobikes Dublin with his father, so he definitely has the automotive industry in his blood, making him a great salesperson an entrepreneur. Michael, how are you? Good, thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Yes. um, When we crossed on LinkedIn, I kind of went, oh, look, there's a young man that reminds me of myself many, many moons ago. Better looking, I have to say, better looking. (laughs) But (laughs) Michael, you're an entrepreneur. You're a young man with passion and drive. You got into helping with your father's business, which allowed you then to spring from your passion of technology into 3D, which is helping companies around the world. So before we get into the 3D, I want to ask you, what's your drive? What made you want to be an entrepreneur? It's an interesting question, I guess, um, because sometimes you question it when,
1: you're in, when you are an entrepreneur or you are, you know, moving forward with things. But I think I just wanted to, I think, make my own impact Um, and I think, well, ultimately I wanted to do my own thing. I'd say, I think I had a stubbornness in me that, you know, even when I was either working for people or I always had this kind of drive to do more or better. I felt a lot of times when I was in those situations, I was held back and I didn't like that. So I, you know then decided you know what maybe i need to try things
0: on my own i call that hunger the Mm. hunger that you have like when i got into sales many 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 moons ago i knew that it was the career for myself because i could write my own paycheck i realized through life it's hunger that you have and then hunger you need to take massive action and then when you get to that massive action the execution is what is needed And a lot of people are frightened to have that execution because fear and doubt creep into their mind. But once you get over that, it's like the monkey mind telling you, no, you're brutal. You can't do it. Then you start to see the momentum moving and sales come in and the business growing. So college, what did you study in college?
1: I studied a uh, course called Geomatics, I think it's gone through a number of iterations and names, uh, geographic science and and a number of others. But when I when I graduated, I was the last to graduate uh, as it being Geomatics and uh, to try and explain that maybe to I'd say the most people out there that that don't know what it is, it's basically uh, Taking the digital or taking the real world and putting it into a digital format is probably the best way I can I I can put it is lots of ways that we try to describe it, but that's probably the easiest and most transferable way to do it.
0: Okay, so you then found and discovered 3D that there was Mm -hmm. a business opportunity. So tell people what that business opportunity is, how and why you came up with that idea. I think I think it started. I, I'd seen a number of three D technologies,
1: like obviously working through with college, and I stumbled across one that kind of lit lit my eyes up, and I knew that you know there was something here. I think at the start I didn't quite know what exactly the, the path was going to be, um, but but what it does is it it, it's, it essentially uh, you, you can map or or, or make a, a virtual. I wouldn't call it a virtual reality, but it's basically a 3d twin of what you see around you. And then you can obviously, you know, make the, make the assumptions of what you can use that for. The the possibilities are endless. So if you have your house and you have it in a virtual place or, or in a, in in a software to, to manipulate it, you can, you can do all sorts of things where that's from measurements to, you know, project planning to do a multitude of different things
0: yeah i know that some um interior designers use 3d modeling for when they're doing presentations and we've even seen it on tv you know remodel your home and they do it Mm -hmm. but what you've done was you've actually used it for corporation where business may have a restaurant or Mm -hmm. a premises that they Mm -hmm. need to be looking at an evaluation each and every month am i correct in saying that
1: Yeah, so it it, it kind of went from, you know, there was a lot of these kind of standalone 3D softwares where you could, everything looked brilliant, it looked photorealistic, and you could navigate it and look through it. And that was all good and well, but it was kind of, everything was kind of separate uh, in a way, you know, there was no one place where you could come in and find all of this data. So what what GMS kind of did was uh, create a software around those 3D technologies. So these enterprises could basically log in to a, a, a software platform and navigate through all of their facilities as if they were there, and then also invite all of their employees or collaborators or third parties into it as well. And if a building is in America, China, somewhere in France, It doesn't matter. You know, all of that can be done
0: virtually now and they can make those big decisions uh, on their facilities from from anywhere in the world. So instead of jumping on a plane or driving your car can be time consuming, they can Mm. actually then just go online and do a quick walk around online to have a look at the premises. Mm. Are you doing a scan of the premises? Is it once a month or is it once every couple of months? So they're up to speed on the data that you're seeing in real time on their PC.
1: Yeah. So usually, what will happen is the 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 first scan. The, there'll usually be a reason behind the first scan. Either and most of it will come through. They're obviously either having a major retrofit or renovation to the premises or or something huge is going on. Um and then throughout the project either through a construction project there'll be multiple scans throughout that just to keep up with progress of the construction and then there'll be a uh, final scan after construction to get the as built or or how it was actually built and what it looks like now compared to what uh, the as design drawings would have shown you and um, but also there can be you know multiple iterations of that for the aftercare of a building so after you've completed the construction you have your facilities management team that will take over and they'll look at all the maintenance of all the different machines or or or, or whatever else is in the building using that scan and that might be done every two years or whenever they see fit when there's been enough changes in the building to say okay you know this isn't an accurate depiction of the building right now, maybe we need to do a bit of an update to to get a rescan of this of this building done.
0: Yes, yeah, you know, things get old very quickly and they need mm. to be modern. The data that they're getting, how are utilizing it?
1: There, there'll be multiple streams. So, you know, where where I come from, is it does so many things. So like I'm talking about facilities management. I'm talking about design drawings. I'm talking about as built drawings. It also does marketing um so you're doing things with marketing a lot of it is a time saving thing and you know, the savings will come from either not having to have for example if you can imagine if you're having large or, or you've a large amount of, of of buildings and you're doing a an expansion of your business and if you have to have a high level director or ceo or whatever come out and view every one of those or or, or make decisions on every one of those how much is his flight to get there how much is a stay in the hotel how much is the, all that is negated so it's more of a project um efficiency tool Um, obviously there's things that you can make profit with which is around the marketing you know with restaurants you know you've a new opening you've a new 3d scan of the building that is completely one is to one of what it looks like now and presenting that digitally out on the market to try and get either co- consumers or customers through the doors is very powerful but the majority will be you know taking over what would have been a a what would have been a in inverted commas poor poor um concept and bringing in a new concept that's far more efficient in the business process terms of view
0: and just for a sponsor of Breakthrough Brands, which is helping you scale your business, if you want to drive your sales, make more profit, check out BreakthroughBrands.net. They're the company that will help you with your growth. Yes. So, Michael, what made you think of it? What made you kind of go, oh, there's a business here?
1: It went through many uh iterations i think um i I, you know geomouse isn't my first iteration of this i would say um you know i had uh, a few other businesses that didn't work out for whatever reason that were on a similar line so i would say uh, it was kind of trial and error more than having a an epiphany in a and a a straight line of knowing exactly what to do and so Really, just getting out there and uh, and speaking to people, and then trying to rack your brain about, you know, what what what, what can I do here that's going to be most helpful for these people that I'm talking to, and I, and I think about fourteen months ago, I kind of hit something and and it hit me in the face, and I said, "This is it, you know, this is something that's providing real value, and I'm getting great feedback from." And I can run with this, and that's
0: probably what 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 kind of put me through. You had that moment that we all have. Go! Oh, I got it! I got mm-hmm. it! This is going to be it. And that's it's spelled G E O M A U S dot com. If anybody wants to check it out as well, and the other part of your business then is retro bikes and i jumped online and i seen some new you know honda 50s and reminded me of the 80s hmm. so you have that business that you're working yeah. with your father as well and that's for all the bike lovers out there uh, yeah who, who want to go back to their youth go back to exactly their <laughs> <laughs> what's the best business advice you've ever received Best business, I,
1: I, I'd I, say maybe not a, a great answer, but I would say I don't think I've ever heard anything that's really put me on the straight and narrow, but something that I see all the time, which is holding people back, I would say, is this need for perfection or it needs to be perfect before I try anything. Um, and I've seen this with friends and colleagues and have these ideas that they have and they go oh well you know i won't do that because it's not quite perfect yet and i think everything i've done has been the first thing first time i did it was crap um and you reiterate on that until it is perfect you know the first time is never going to be perfect and that's probably what i would say was is my taking from 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 business in general is you have to work on it. it's never going to be the haha moment as you said with the first time you, you try it the first time you do it uh, from my experience anyway that's that's probably my maybe not the advice that that I've heard from others but my advice that I've I've kind of got from myself from looking around me and 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 actually doing it myself
0: yeah i would agree you know most businesses fail because oh we just need to add this on before we go to market or we just need to add this on we go to market and they're Mm. running out of money and the thing is once you go you get creative and when you listen to your clients and you know have that customer care you're educating yourself then to make your product or your service even better if you wait for everything to be right you will be out of luck you will be out of luck indeed on it how's the best way to contact you
1: it probably is linkedin um or else my 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 email uh my my business email which is mkiernan geomouse.com um but linkedin is probably the best just michael kiernan on on linkedin i'll come up you'll see retro bikes dublin and you'll see geomouse and you'll be able to get in contact that way it's probably
0: the easiest way and Give us the two web addresses as well, just so people can check them out. So RetroBikesDublin.com, so, is it? or .ie? Yeah, RetroBikesDublin.com and uh, GeoMouse.com as well for, for the two of those. Michael, I wish you all the success and you're full of enthusiasm. And, you know, for a young man who has taken the role as an entrepreneur, I think you're going to do really, really well. You have that passion and drive. So We here at Dublin South FM congratulate you and well done. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You're listening to the Business Eye. Yes, folks, and welcome back to the second part here on Business Eye. I'm sure you're all gearing up to switch off in the afternoon and plan that weekend. And I hope you're all going to have a great weekend. Before we switch off, I want to introduce Elizabeth Bone. Elizabeth is the acting director of SFA and the reason why we've asked Elizabeth on, there's something really special happening on the 8th of February for all you business owners and Elizabeth is going to tell us about it today. Elizabeth. Welcome to Business Eye.
2: Thanks so much. I'm delighted to join you.
0: Tell the audience what's happening in Dublin on the 8th of February.
2: Yeah, well, on the 8th of February at the Aviva Stadium in Dublin 4, the Small Firms Association, the SFA, are going to be hosting our annual Business Connect event. And our Business Connect event is a really exciting marketplace event designed to give delegates a window into the decision and purchasing processes of Ireland's leading companies. So what that means is that it aims to build understanding amongst Ireland's small um, firms and SMEs of how to bid for private and public contracts and maximise those linkages with large companies and the public sector. So it's held on Wednesday, the 8th of February at the Aviva Stadium. And to book online, uh, you can do so at www.sfa.ie. We're actually running some free tickets now. So if you go to the website uh, today and until the end of the weekend, you'll actually be able to receive uh, free tickets. And the event runs from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. And like I said, it's about creating linkages between uh, private and public uh, sector companies. We have so many multinationals in Ireland that are based here. They're manufacturing here. They're servicing here. And there's so many opportunities for small firms to bid for contracts. So be that cleaning, catering, stationary, or even supplying raw materials.
0: Companies, when they look at contracts, they get very overwhelmed especially small businesses. So this is why I think it's a golden opportunity for small businesses to actually to be around other people who are experienced the same and to get advice and to understand that it's not a big whale. It just takes a little bit of time and a bit of planning. And once you do one, It's like riding a bicycle.
2: Exactly. Like I said, it's about maximizing those linkages. So by attending events like Business Connect on the 8th of February at the Aviva, you know, you'll network with small firms, you'll network with large firms, and you can ask those questions through our different sessions. So our sessions will be looking at, you know, circularity in the supply chain, how to improve your business processes, the importance of customer service. And then we'll also be looking about exporting. So, you know, these are all aspects of like a tender bid or a procurement uh, project. And you're so right when you say, you'd look at the paperwork, you look at the contract bidding framework and you think, oh no, that that's too much for me. And for example, like how many words can you describe hoovering under you know like some things are just very simple you're providing in a very simple uh service to a company you know um but you know we can be quite overwhelming when you look at all the detailed documents that you need to put in and that's why we're looking at that's why we're hosting this business uh, event and there'll be lots of other and um, business experts there as well that you can ask questions about uh, the bidding process.
0: Yeah, I think when people are writing, or filling in tenders, they're trying to pick certain words or they they're not they sometimes write beyond their passion and it gets lost. And I think if people just write from the heart about what they do, it comes across better because, you know, you may write an email to someone and then you read it and then you rewrite it and you read it. And then it actually is further from, you know, who you are because you're trying to be more intelligent than what we are when we're writing it. So I think these lessons will will, will be great. But I, what I really love about it as well, this event that's coming up on the 8th of February, is the networking, you know, it, there's there's two sides to this. One, as you said, you're getting the information, you're, you're learning more, but you're also ne- networking with other companies. Hey, and you're even finding out who your competition is as well.
2: Exactly. And we've really lost that networking um, in the last three years. So it's really great that we're back in the Aviva um, this year. And also what's really important about small firms is sometimes business owners, it's just them themselves, you know, or you know, they don't have these big teams. They don't have financial experts, HR experts, procurement experts. So by sitting beside someone and chatting to them who might, like you said, have had experience, have had success on a big tender, took that step, they can really get like, well, he can do it. I can do it it and of course as well yes you might be meeting competition but you also might make linkages with your competition to actually come together to bid for a contract together and also what's important about this event is it's actually going to be addressed by the Minister for Public Procurement Ossian Smith and that's very important as well because public sector contracts are out there they're available across all of our regions and all of our counties and you know within um obviously for lots of different things such within the county council within our education sector within our health sector and then our you know the offices um uh, like the offices of of state agencies so there's so many state contracts out there and one of the things usheen smith is actually going to be speaking about is encouraging small businesses to get into public contracts and he's actually later this year he's going to be issuing new guidance that it's going to make it easier for small businesses uh to uh go through frameworks to bid for contracts um, and become or become referred suppliers um, on lists and I think that's really really important because there's so many opportunities not just with multinationals in Ireland to develop um, linkages but also with our public sector.
0: Yeah because I think with the SFA as well you know there is you offer great courses and you're offering mentorship and you're offering so much for the small business, but what I think people don't realize as well, what's going on in the background and who you are speaking to and, you know, what you are doing to help businesses like speaking to ministers, networking, speaking to things. So, So, you know, there's, so it's a parallel road for the SFA as well with some of the great stuff you're doing out there. So we can congratulate you on that as well.
2: Thanks so much. Obviously, it's really important as part of our delivery in the Small Firms Association that we're the voice of small businesses and we represent the smallest businesses. So our members are less than 50 um, employers with less than 50 employees. So they're the real small. So they are the family businesses, the hairdressers, the retailers, the up and coming manufacturers or the very long established food and alcohol um, manufacturers and engineering companies that really are the backbone of our towns and our regions. So we're always listening to our members, bringing their concerns uh, to different government agencies and ministers and, you know, making sure that we have less regulation and a better environment to create a business and for a small business to thrive.
0: Well, you know, every small business is the backbone of Ireland and every big business was once a small business. It's a stepping stone to success. And I think what yourselves is that people can lean on you for help. And I think that's the important thing, because when you have a small business, sometimes it's lonely and sometimes it's frustrating and sometimes you don't know where to turn. And you know, you're like that beacon of light for for small businesses as well
2: thanks so much joe we really see we are your colleague in your pocket is what we call ourselves through the sfa membership you'll get member uh, business advice you'll get irhr advice you can access um, our free mentoring service which is uh, mentors work that we deliver through partnership with skillnet ireland um, and then you get access to our networking events um, and then obviously with brexit which is still going on we still have a lot of brexit queries coming in you know we have our brexit resources as well cuz you know we forget that people we were also Brexit ready. But for a small firm that's looking to expand, they're looking going to always look to the UK, and we're still getting in those those questions. So now, really important, the SFA is here, and you can join through www.sfa.ie, um, and we're here to answer questions and support you, and like I say, be your colleague in your pocket.
0: Brilliant, and as you mentioned Brexit, I did roll my eyes, and it reminds me of the gift that never keeps giving. You know. <laughs>
2: I know, I, I did feel like um, I was back two years ago in January, I got COVID queries and Brexit queries in and I said, have I gone in a time capsule back to 2020? <laughs> what's,
0: what's well, the last three years, I think, is people forget um, how quick it was. So when you ask people how long you're in business, they block out those three years and then they remember, oh my God, it's a lot longer. Tell me before we go, I have two questions for you one what is the best business advice you have ever received and the second question what song would you like us to play for you today
2: I suppose on the business advice I suppose it's it's uh, getting help when you need it I think a small business owner you know they can't do everything so like you said earlier it's about networking it's about speaking to your accountant you know joining a service like the SFA if you have an IRHR HR problem getting in front of the problem and um, listening to advice I think that's really really important if you're a small business owner you know not to take everything on.
0: Elizabeth Bone, thanks for coming on to Dublin South FM.
2: Thanks so much, Joe.